This is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. The presidency has warned the public against a scam in which people are being asked on social media to deposit money into bank accounts in support of President Jacob Zuma. People behind the scam say the money will be used to pay back the money for non-security features at the president's private home in Nkandla. This follows the Treasury's report, which has determined that the president is liable to pay 7.8 million rand. Presidential spokesperson Bongani Nkelana reports. The presidency wishes to alert members of the upper to be aware of scams on social media where people are asked to deposit money into bank accounts in support of President Jacobson. The presidency wishes to make it clear that no account has been opened for these papers and no request has been made to members of the public to contribute. Western Cape Economic Opportunities Minister Alan Windy says he will meet with the UK's Consul General and other relevant players to discuss the impact of Britain's vote to leave the EU on the province's economy. He says the UK is one of the Western Cape's top export markets with trade values at 9 billion rand for 2015 alone. Windy says 28% of the province's agriculture exports go into the EU. He says it's important for the province and South Africa as a whole to remain competitive in all relevant markets. The Chairperson of Parliament's Portfolio Committee for Communications, Humphrey Magdaguana, says he's deeply concerned about the recent developments at the SABC. The Public Broadcaster's acting CEO, Jimmy Matthews, abruptly resigned from his position yesterday, citing a, quote, corrosive atmosphere that had negatively impacted on his moral judgment. The resignation of Matthews follows the suspension of three senior editorial staff for questioning the SABC's decision not to cover last week's protest of the NGO, the right to know at SABC offices. Magdaguana says the situation is worrying. For him to resign so hastily, it's concerning the committee. What we can do as the committee, when we go back in August, we'll be able to get the briefing from the ministry, from the SABC board. And definitely it will be in our priority list of items in our agenda. And finally, Pick and Pay says they have cut their energy usage nationally for over a third in the past decade. The retailer was responding to Greenpeace's complaint that the company is failing to comply with its clean energy program launched three months ago. Green activists who staged a protest at the company's head office in Kenilworth claim the retail giant has the highest electricity consumption of all retailers nationally. In a statement, Pick and Pay says it shares Greenpeace's passion for a cleaner and and more sustainable future. The company says it's committed to reducing its energy usage by a further 20% by the year 2020. For Good Up FM News, I'm Leanne Williams.